Everybody and welcome to episode 80 of the Brothers of Discussion. We want you to strap in for an elite, ladder-ascending, cheap heat-garnering episode of the Brothers of Discussion. We're going to cover everything from AEW's Double or Nothing this Saturday. Daddy, get ready. They got that big show coming. And also, we're going to go through the Money in the Bank fallout with... Our two briefcase winners, Brock Lesnar and Bailey. Matt, Mike, how the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good. And if you're feeling good, and if you're feeling fine, you want to catch I'm all feeling the coverage. Good. Oh, what I was, if I want some extra BOD coverage? I was yeah. doing my hot transition into going to BODpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com, to see all of our elite coverage of Double or Nothing this weekend. Um, the the swerve of all swerves, Mike. The WWE podcast is covering AEW's Double or Nothing. Um, and if you want to see all the coverage uh, live while the show is going on, you want to go to at BOD Podcast on Twitter. That's where all the action happens. We're also on Facebook. You can find us at BOD Podcast, so with the same handle. Also, go ahead and search Brothers of Discussion. You'll find us on Facebook that way. And if you find... The Brothers of Discussion page, you're going to find our live wrestling discussion page. That would be the best spot if you're a Facebook fan uh, to not only speak to the Brothers of Discussion, get your thoughts out into the digital world of social media. Yes, and join all the of our conversation. Fans. Yes. We love, a, we love a good banter good old, with the faction. Good old 200-person group that gets spammed by one guy over and over until Matt blocks him. Because there's no fucking bullying on our goddamn group, you fucker. <laughs> that was my. Yeah. That's how lame I sound when I try. That was me trying to bully. Um, hey you, Ooh. hey Mister, you better cut it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be mean to you. Um, yeah, this seriously, why... guys, just, just a quick, quick little snippet. Just uh, can, can we stop <laughs> using like? racial slurs and like homophobic slurs when we're describing pro wrestling please that'd be great uh we have like three rules on our group page uh and this feels like this feels like a, a group meeting uh or, or you know like uh, like a high school team meeting here where we're trying to go over the rules yeah, of, Matt, our, uh, of our uh of our student Matt's holding council. a clipboard right now he's got a clipboard uh-huh. right now you guys think that's funny huh <laughs> You want yeah, to take away this nice podcast? No, is that what you want? Well, keep it up. <laughs> you want this podcast to go away? Keep it up. You just keep using those horrible slurs, and you'll get our Facebook oh, page oh, blocked. Oh, you're gonna be a comedian and just keep doing it, so we get canceled, huh? Well, you want us to double the episodes? We'll keep it up. Yeah, that's right. We'll put out more episodes. Laugh it up. We'll do. We'll go seven days a week. Then we'll <laughs> see who's laughing. <laughs> well, anywho, we're gonna remarket uh, your ass. That's everywhere you're you can not gonna find. be able to buy it. A thing on Amazon without getting remarketed for a new episode of Brothers of Discussion. Keep it up. I can hear you. Hey, you in the back. Hey, hey, hey. All right, Matt, as you were. 
Oh no, I'm all done. I was just gonna transition into the our our show topics here. All right, uh, now the nice man he's gonna start us. his presentation. I don't want any screwing around back there. All right. Okay, Matt, you go ahead. I'll keep it on. Hey. All right, Matt, you go ahead. This is just like a movie. Um, <laughs> I just want it. And I. Well, I'm really excited to see how that sound comes out um, on on uh, Audacity. But go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Oh, it'll be completely blown out, and we're going to blow out some speakers. <laughs> we should start having disclaimers, like you want to turn the volume down for the next couple seconds. Um, you're, supposed you to, back up. you're supposed to turn away from the mic when you do that. <laughs> I actually put my mouth around the microphone when oh, I good. do that. Oh! I, don't want one, I don't want one vocal cord reverberation to be missed by my microphone. <laughs> um, Matt, before we get into double or nothing... Uh, we were going to try and talk about whew, money in the bank, man. It, it had Mike, some, uh, uh, I just, some I, high points, some low points, but it sounds like you got something on your mind. Well, yeah, so. you, you talk about not wanting to miss a vocal cord, but Mike, there was a guy at WrestleMania that we haven't seen. I think we all missed him quite a bit. And he won the money in the bank. And Mike, he's, he ruined all of our nights. And, and of course, uh, as the lovely rumors that we love to play around with, the rumor is oh. that there are even wrestlers that didn't know he was coming to the ring, which is all just so much fun. Like, just to think that we live in a world that that actually sounds believable. I, I just, ah, uh, pro wrestling. Any hoozle, that's Brock Lesnar, uh, the Beast. Now, um, uh, you know, there's a whole other conversation we can have about... <laughs> The, the fun that he had on Monday Night Raw carrying around that briefcase like it was a jukebox. Um, <laughs> but yeah. this, you know, uh, the, the whole idea of having a guy in, in here that could cash in at any time. Um, I think the fear's there that he could win any time. Obviously. I don't know who I'm kidding there. Uh, right. But there's no way he was cashing in on Monday. Like, uh, I mean, come on. We know that. I, I think this is going to be him waiting to cash in on, like, a SummerSlam match or something to get back at Seth Rollins, who who won the title so many years ago with the cash-in. I, I just, I think they completely took away that, that idea of, uh, you know, getting this sneaky you know, cash-in, because we know it's not going to happen on Raw. You know what this reminds us of is, jeez, uh, uh, when uh, when Asuka <laughs> had her title, when, she, when Asuka had her, I almost forgot, when Asuka uh, had her title stripped right before we'll WrestleMania. When Asuka had her title stripped from her right before WrestleMania, yeah. and you made that argument about, you know, we could have spread the wealth and tried to showcase a bunch of talent. Instead, we tried to put everything into one pot. Uh, you know, two belts, and then making Becky two belts. So, in this vein... You know they're so they're so their 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 knees are shaking because they're worried about the, uh, you know TV numbers when nobody uses appointment television anymore, um, and you don't really need to for wrestling. You just kind of gotta you know be around for when the pay per views are gonna be there. Yeah. So now when they had a, a golden opportunity to again spread the wealth, um, you could have had that briefcase winner who. You know, can cash in at any time. And I, I think that's a natural ratings boost. Whoever has that briefcase, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then you could have still had Brock Lesnar in your back pocket. You know, to have some feud with, you know, get over McIntyre. Get over, 
you know, uh, any number of, you know, wrestlers who are, who are, are worthy, um, on the WWE roster. Instead, they panicked, they gave, they gave Lesnar the briefcase, and I, I think it got people talking, it got people on Twitter, and that's what WWE wants. They want to be in the news, but it, it, it's not for a good reason. I, I think this is, it's not, again, we want to stress that this is not anything against Lesnar's ability, because I, I like, I kind of like watching his violent matches, um. Like for example, when we when we were at the Royal Rumble, when I thought Finn was gonna overcome the Beast, that was one of my favorite things of the night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rollins at WrestleMania, it was really cool that they pulled the curtain. It's just that he doesn't need both. He's already Brock. Like he doesn't need a Money in the Bank contract. He's already a, a a very likely victor in any match he's in. He doesn't already need this extra stipulation. So it just feels like a real missed opportunity to do that with him. No, and you you made the point that I wanted to latch on to. He he's already a money in the bank. Like when he goes in the ring to fight whoever, I mean it's it's going to be the writing will be on the wall. Like Brock Lesnar is going to win that match. And it's it's because we see the fear. Uh I mean we see new titles coming out. We see uh at least rumors of usa and smackdown you know yelling at wwe and 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 in in the sense where we want to say let's let's not give those rumors any any credence but uh what do we see happening uh brock lesnar holding the money in the bank we see the brand split just pretty much going away it's like well there's a brand split if you're not important otherwise uh (laughs) you know everybody can kind of just go wherever uh, and it just yeah. it just kind of feels like one thing piling on on another to kind of uh, you know give make that make that rumor feel like it it is it is true uh and, and now you know um geez we've got a situation that there's a whole new show that we're gonna talk about uh that's going on this weekend and we're getting I, we're just getting more shit that we don't like and I feel like if you are <laughs> you know from the WWE um yeah, like we're already getting the pull from the other company, but the one that we're investing time in is also doing its best to push us away. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and I, I don't um, know if they're if uh, so. You and I just did a ton of research on uh, AEW this week. Uh, you know, cra- cra- uh, crash. I'll call it a crash course. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say we went all in. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> you know what? I'm not just gonna second that opinion. I'm going double or nothing. <laughs> Well, hey, but, Matt, before we get into that, no, no, as no. Much as they, I'm making a point. Oh, sticking with WWE. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. Well, anyway, Matt, uh, that was a good point. So, well, what I, I want to talk about into the other show. Hold on. All right, go ahead. The reins are pulled. <laughs> Everything the that they've been saying is like they want to be this alternative, right? So, I, and I, I'm just saying that based on I'm pretty sure we watched the same videos on YouTube today. But um, you know they're not they're not all about destroying WWE and I, I even talked about that in my article that came out uh, last week uh, on BODpodcast.com. That's not their ultimate goal. And I said if there was ever a reason that WWE died, it was because it would be because of themselves. <laughs> so two points here: Are they doing that right now? Are they accidentally destroying themselves? And number two uh, would be: Are they just going? You know, head first into what you know. If if AEW is going to be one thing, are they just like, okay, fine, we won't try to be AEW anymore. We won't try to be the 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 
second indie solution or like try to bring in indie fans anymore we're just going to be wwe and i mike i i pose the question to you if that's the case if that's them just going fuck it we're just we're wwe we're done with this all these shenanigans of trying to pull in finn balor types we're just going to be wwe are you going to keep watching Well, with WWE, they have so much content. You know, you're gonna find they're gonna they just throw so much shit at the wall. Something's gonna stick. Um, so I mean, the way they just kind of let Lesnar waltz into this match, um, you know, he he got, he got to poor Ali at the top of the ladder. Um, you know, just kind of got bounced around like a, a poor you know ping pong ball. Um, that ma- that match was not for us. That match was not for people who are gonna pay sixty bucks on Saturday. Cause, you know, you saw Ali get uh, uh, unceremoniously, you know, tossed over. Uh, you saw Andrade bust in his ass. That didn't matter. You saw Finn take, I think it was what three or four just ungodly bumps. Uh, one of them, he he bounced. He literally bounced off the ladder. Uh, went airborne about three feet and then crashed into the mat again. Yep. Um. You know, we've been hoping, we've been praying for Big Mac to get his push, Drew McIntyre, and it yep. just seems like it's not in the cards. So this this Lesnar result is not for people on Saturday. <laughs> it's not not for them. This this sounds like Fox is like, people know who Brock Lesnar is. I, you know, I, I know we hate feeding into that stuff, but it, it just, it smells like it when you, you literally just have him scamper up the ramp um not even participate not take a single bump not even throw a suplex he puts in no offense no defense he runs out grabs a briefcase that he doesn't need because he's already contractually involved in every title match um mike can i confess something yes i really thought double or nothing was on sunday until just now oh it's yeah it's saturday (laughs) you said it's not for people on saturday (laughs) i was like wow yeah, Saturdays are all about like you know going out and uh, partying, party out. Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what, bud? You've been in that WWE machine, man. Just come on over with us. We do things on Saturday and then Sunday. Just How relax. great is that? Yeah, yeah. Cody gets it, man. Like Sunday is the Lord's day. You know, you just take <laughs> take a breather. You don't stay up till eleven. You know, you go to bed. Um, but just it's you know as much as they mismanaged the uh men's money in the bank i thought they did an a plus job with the women's story that night yep i um, agree it got over it got over becky i think it helped show lacy uh evans that she's legitimate gave charlotte another title but i know i know she doesn't need another one but she's a great wrestler um and it just furthered the story with bailey who won the women's money in the bank um match Got the briefcase and cashed in that night uh, to to dash Charlotte's plans to have another extended run. Um, so essentially, you got four women over in a single match, where the men's one, you know, buried seven guys so that the most over guy in Vince's eyes just got himself over again. So it's a failure. One out of eight, and this instead got you know four people over. You know, one back-to-back match, and this good. It was really, really well done. And this was something too where you and I talked about. I'm gonna throw about... out a, a sh- 
just real quick, I'm gonna throw a oh, shout yeah, out to uh, Chris Milson because I know he loves positivity. So this women's <laughs> segment is all positivity, my friend. Well, I mean, Chris, uh, uh, I love you, man, but you you love positivity when it agrees with you. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be some negative uh, 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 verbiage going Let, around. Yeah. Uh, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure this Saturday, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I wanted to come back, uh, you know, let's talk about Bailey and Brock here for a second. And uh, yeah. last week we, we spent some time comparing the WWE to Game of Thrones. And yes. uh, you and I could predict Bailey winning. We both said that would be the best case scenario. And that's because there, there was writing on the wall. There was hints at it that, that it could be happening. And, and when, when you write a story, you, you like to see those kinds of uh, things get laid out, hints being found in other spots, and then seeing a story like that come, you know, fi- find some closure and, and have it come to fruition because, because right. it, it's not something you, you have to see coming every time, but it's something where it, the, the story makes sense, where Brock Lesnar winning Money in the Bank was more like season eight of Game of Thrones, where it's like, <laughs> well, I guess... Brand, who should probably be like a professor or something, uh, he'll be our new fucking king. Why? Uh, there was a speech by Tyrion. You know, no babies. Some bullshit they made up about him not having babies. So it's just, yeah. it's like this uh, kind of out of nowhere. It's like, do you want, like, people could say Game of Thrones wasn't predictable. You know, say, say maybe uh, Daenerys doing her stuff wasn't something you could see coming uh, you know, a few seasons ago, uh, we saw her where she would make these decisions to say, no, I, I'm I'm all about punishing those who deserve it. And that's what her character was. But just coming out of left field and doing something crazy like that, that's not fun. That's not a surprise. That's just you writing something that's batshit crazy. Also, the reason that neither one of us said Brock Lesnar's going to win money in the bank is because he wasn't on the goddamn card. And what a dumb fucking decision that would be to have Brock Lesnar win money in the bank. Yeah. You and know, I just, well, I just, I wanted to highlight one more thing and then I'll let you go. Cause I, it's, it's something I, I saw that night and I wanted to bring light to it. Uh, there, there was one person who was a huge fan of Brock Lesnar winning Mike. And it was Chris Jericho. <laughs> and tweeted, tweeted out. Awesome <laughs> to see funny. Brock Lesnar yeah. win money in the bank, even though he wasn't officially entered. Brock is the future of the biz, and this is a perfect example of genius booking. Shows why WWE will remain on the top forever. Hashtag go Brock go. I just... <laughs> yeah, Again. A, plus, a, plus, a plus tweet from uh, Mr. Jericho. Um, it's just... <laughs> well, like, as, as storytelling goes, you know, what, what's the story we're telling here? Is it the demise of WWE? Because this is exactly what I was talking about with the Bailey victory. <laughs> like yeah we can see it coming now now it's all gonna make sense on the <laughs> when they were finally feeling pressure from another yeah. wrestling program they ran back to something that hasn't worked in the last few years because they don't know what else to do yeah it's like you know and when you watch avengers you know thanos doesn't just keep winning um eventually the avengers defeat him and they move on to the next person <laughs> I think that, you know, maybe WWE just has a Netflix subscription and they just keep rewatching Infinity War and they're not going to go to the end game. I, I don't know. I think, you know, that's what WWE programming is. It's always setting up another 
Infinity War, and we never get the end game. Because even when we get WrestleMania where Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch walk out with titles, we didn't we still didn't get closure. It was like there was no finality to it. Just the the next thing was like, oh, that ending wasn't great. Um, and then we talked about that the ending wasn't great. <laughs> Yep. And then, you know, Seth is the first match, so we're immediately saying, like, uh, this isn't really good enough anymore. I I don't know. It's 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 never-ending. And now we're talking about, you know, you brought up Drew McIntyre. I, I labeled him as the biggest drop in the power rankings this week, if, if we ever did power rankings. But talk about a guy we thought would win money in the bank, and now he's just a Shane McMahon stooge. So... I don't know. More again, more more like season eight of Game of Thrones, where it's like maybe Jon Snow is going to be the king. No, he's he's going to go to the Night's Watch that isn't needed anymore, and then just walk <laughs> off, <laughs> yep. you know, into the the Wildland or the what what is it? Just the north? Like, uh, north of whatever. the wall. Yeah, north of the wall. Yeah, that yeah. that works. All right, so moving <clears throat> along. Yeah. Like, um. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of surprising. I know it's probably our least favorite thing, but it, I don't know if it's just name recognition, but Shane McMahon, again, part of another high-profile feud. Uh, he's he's done destroying The Miz, I guess. Uh, he, he came out on top. Uh, he, not only did he get to defeat The Miz at WrestleMania, now he yeah. also got to defeat him in a cage match um, here at Money in the Bank. Um, Matt, I... I we don't want to dwell too long on Shane McMahon. I think WWE <laughs> does enough of that for us. Yeah. Um, but hot tag, why do you think they put him in these positions with top end talent? I think they. I I really think they have this weird sense of like they're they're satisfying the fans' needs. Like I I don't think. They, because they still play this video, but they haven't gotten out of their head that huge cheer that Shane McMahon got when he first came back, uh, <laughs> which was actually at the Joe. Uh, or no, yeah, it was the Joe at the time. It was at, uh, in Detroit at Joe Louis Arena, one of the last shows at the Joe. <coughs> um, but I, I just, I think they can't get away from that. Or the creative team has just put themselves in this loop where, I don't know, it just feels like for every other superstar they can just write them off and it's fine and just start ignoring characters talk about finding out today that ruby riots hurt and i had no idea uh she had surgery and it's like oh cool i didn't know she was hurt so that's glad the surgery went well um why aren't we doing that with shane mcmahon why is the story never ending it's been going like i made the comment it's been going on since he won in saudi arabia but it's not it's been going on before that it was going on in, in like, uh, October and September. That's really where that story started coming together. I, this is just ridiculous. And, it, and and to think that there were 30 guys running after this 24-7 title that we're going to talk about in a minute, yeah. and Shane McMahon is going over The Miz, and, you know, Mike, he... Who, first of all, if Roman Reigns goes over Shane, who gives a shit? Like, that me that does nothing for Roman Reigns. Roman can right. be inserted into the main event at any time, and we're fine. So, right. who is this for? 
Like I, I was I gonna make I, a I was I was leading myself into the comment of saying, what if Shane McMahon wins? But really, I don't need Shane McMahon to win. He's not a superstar. He's not a pro wrestler. Just go away. Just just go away. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Use it, the, one uh, of the thirty guys in that twenty four seven. Sorry, I keep go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, uh, you know Roman needs this the least. Uh, he gets nothing out of beating Shane. If he loses yeah. to Shane, that's just uh, an unbelievable embarrassment for the guy who, you know, obliterated the Undertaker. Um, he's actually got victories over Brock Lesnar. Um, it's 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 the worst possible scenario for Roman right now. Um, I, I, it's terrible. Needs to end. Uh, I want I want to add more to the conversation, but it's just I don't I don't understand the idea. I don't I don't I I can't fathom a reason that it's a better idea for Shane to have TV time than a wrestler we're spending a lot of money to try and get over. I, I don't I don't understand. Um, yeah, let's kind of move on to the. You know, we'll give that a, a big F minus. Uh, let's go into uh, this twenty four seven championship, which I'm gonna give the the gimmick a B, uh, but the belt an, another. We'll give it a Shane McMahon F minus, um, where the F is already failure, but you failure minus, so you're worse than failure. Are, are you talking the design of the belt? Yes, the emblem, okay. the two four seven emblem. <laughs> I don't know if it's a division problem I have to solve. Well, Mike, um, I don't they know were if in a time like crunch. They... 205 Live. I don't know if this is 247 Live. Do you have to <laughs> be 247 pounds to win? I don't know. They only thought of that. So they only had 24 hours to put that title together, Mike. So, I mean, I don't know what you expected <laughs> to happen. <laughs> now, do I like the gimmick? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool way to you know have something pursued on every show because we used to love the hardcore title uh yeah. people would be fighting you know backstage and be fighting in boiler rooms uh there'd be an impromptu match in a in a in a hospital um uh, i think this is this is cool to try and bring this back um uh, i don't know is it just going to be a lower lower tier championship sure I, you know, I'm fine with that. There's something yeah. for, you know, 30 guys to do now. I I love seeing them like run out of the out of the arena with with uh Robert Roode was was getting the pin on, on Titus. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, our truth throws him in the back, you know, back of the car. I mean, at least damn, I mean, are we really complaining that now there's there's going to be extra storyline that revolves around constant wrestling? <laughs> like <laughs> I you know I like it. You know what's funny is um, when I was thinking about the results of Money in the Bank, like Bailey already cashed in, so that's out. It's gone. She already used the contract. We don't have yeah. that tease where she could do it at any time. Lesnar, uh, they've already said this coming Monday he's going to announce when he's going to use the contract. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, a storyline that's My usually kind of fun to follow throughout the year is gone. Yep. So on the same day they introduce... <laughs> The Money in the Bank Championship <laughs> can be defended at any time. Um, I just, like, I wouldn't be surprised, Mike, the way that the WWE just begs for you to watch now, that <laughs> that Paul Heyman comes out there with Brock, and they're like, we're announcing that Brock <laughs> will challenge whoever, whatever he wants! <laughs> like, and then yeah. they'll act like, you know, they never... 
<laughs> said anything last week. Like, then they'll just go forward a week, and the last two weeks haven't happened. Like, that, I, I, I'm not going to be shocked when they announce that Brock doesn't really have a decision. Or he'll come out to say it, and Drew McIntyre will interfere, or Braun Strowman, and then we'll go another month before Brock decides he's going to cash. I mean, I, I'm just... I'm painting yeah, if he never worst gets, case scenarios, but if it's he never gets believable. a chance to close the Infinity Glove Gauntlet, then <laughs> you know he can't snap his his wish and yeah. make it come true. <laughs> uh, Matt Hot Tag, who is going to be the one to dethrone our truth as the twenty four seven champion? I think it would be kind of funny if Brock did just go and win it. Um, <laughs> to be honest, like to bitch about Brock Lesnar for a half hour now. But <laughs> to say, like, he just ran into R-Truth and suplexed him and pinned oh, him, God. that would be kind of funny. But then, you know, like, the next move would have to be, um... No. Oh, no, no I always no, want to call him Rockstar. No, no, no. I want to linger on this idea. I think yeah. that is an A-plus idea, Matt. Because um, <laughs> the, the, the whole thing is, oh, it's R-Truth. Let's get him. You know, he's always ripe for the picking. Yeah. But it would be great for people to, you know, be playing hot potato with the belt, and Lesnar gets it, and then you're kind of like, ooh. <laughs> then you've got to really find an opportune time to, like, you know, when Brock's taking a nap or something. Yeah. So then you could even have comedy that's... gimmicks with R-Truth trying to sneak up on Brock while he's sleeping and try to pin him. I think that's how I want, that's how I want Drake Maverick to win it. I want him, I want to see the ref, like, lightly tapping the bed, like, and then, like, if Brock kicked out, oh my god, I think I'd scream my pants. with terror. And then just to see, like, Drake Maverick running around, like, a hotel room, oh, getting suplexed. That would be so funny. Or, what if it, if they did, if they were smart, Mike, they would do that, and Brock would have that moment. You know when he's, like, doing his holds, and it looks like his head's gonna explode? Yeah, he's all like, purple and sweaty. Yeah. yeah, his eyes popped open, and, like, even the ref was afraid to hit three. <laughs> You just see, see like that. They we accidentally so many great camera angles. Just Drake with that look of horror, just <laughs> looking to his left. <laughs> oh. Like we accidentally just booked the perfect way for this twenty-four-seven yeah. title to get like to go through the roof. Actually, oh like we God. just stumbled upon it. I, that, Mike, I yeah. swear to God, WWE has a bot that is just shooting out story ideas right now. I guarantee there's never been like a whiteboard and a, a, a marker and they're like oh just throw out some ideas like that yeah. never happens yeah how could how could they not have thought of this amazing idea it's so perfect because <laughs> not not just that we thought of it but uh, like brock hates he hates his job right <laughs> yeah if we we just get drake maverick on the lesnar farm like brock doesn't even have to go to work anymore they can just have <laughs> drake sneak up in his in his bedroom and try to pin him while he's taking a nap <laughs> it, everybody I, wins everybody if i was wins. told if i was told like if we put this on twitter and i said come on everybody let's get a million likes and then the wwe has to do this if we knew it was coming i'd be giggling the whole way through you know like if much, they said you know how much fucking wwe i'd be watching if anybody <laughs> could take a Lesnar title at any time. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. That's the way to do it. Yeah. 
Also, the the tweet I had this week blew up. Uh, ex- like I wasn't even paying attention. That's how great I am at Twitter. Uh, about having like twenty four seven access to that title. Now that's obviously asking too much, but so you want it to be like the Truman Show? I I think that they have an opportunity to to have like if they want to do episodic television, just film it and pretend pretend it's May twenty second. Film a chunk of them, you know, film a few days in a row yeah. and have it be in like generic locations and have them get chased down. Just have it be like, you know, noon on, on a whatever day and just follow our truth around town. And he's, he's trying to grab some food and then runs into Rusev or something like, come on, that would be great. And then just have Rusev want... chase him down for an hour. That would be so much fun to watch. I, yeah, I would like check in periodically. I would have the app. I would have the WWE twenty four seven app open just to see <laughs> if a title's being defended. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be a whole other app they could sell. Have yeah. ad space on there, and you would check in probably more than you check in on Twitter, just because you never know. You never Maybe... know. You never, you never know. know. <laughs> I wouldn't pay nine ninety nine for it, but I would pay. <laughs> I'd pay like a dollar ninety nine. I'd watch that. I'd pay for that every month. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I'd like a discount because I'm a subscriber since day one. I'll God. say that. What a great idea to give that title to Brock. <sighs> I mean, like Man. we had it in the show notes we... to give it to Carmella, like she's going to turn on Truth, but Brock is such a better option. You know, and that that is a great point, too, because I had that thought, and that would be fun because Mick, I don't think he ever did make the statement, this is only for men. So that would have been a great eye-opener where it was like, oh, my God, we're doing intergender wrestling matches. And, like, just, you know, now the WWE owns that. Like, you couldn't have a better way to do intergender matches uh, and not have them look like wife-beating so <laughs> yeah that would have been uh, the best way to do it yeah and i mean this this matchup is a good transition just because they have that um camaraderie you know you turn on each other but then carmella it just i think the appeal is that you know if carmella got it you know maybe truth to get busy or something uh doing some other feud and then carmella could pass it along you know the women could fight for it so it's that's that's the appeal that i like but I don't know. Uh, is it, so is far, it mean to so make far, a joke it's... about Corey Graves winning it. Then no, I don't want to go down that road. Um, <laughs> it just looks. I I hope it evolves past the the Benny Hill segment that it is right now. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, it has to get past that, and uh, you know, enough of the our truth looking like ET. I I mean, once in a while, yeah, that's fine, but let's not let's not just keep repeating I'm gonna the same be honest, joke somehow if that joke everybody made it i i missed seeing the joke on twitter and he does kind of look like et <laughs> well mike there's also my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time made his how many, return uh, yeah <laughs> how many favorite wrestlers do i have no well oh. i know who your favorite wrestlers are but we're gonna talk about dolph ziggler cutting another promo of a lifetime <laughs> How many of his pretty pink t-shirts do you own? Um, I remember I did the count a few weeks ago, but I, I'm pretty sure it's it's five Dolph Ziggler t-shirts. Some wow. of them, really? yeah, some of them are from when I was really fat, so I haven't worn them in a while. Uh, but yeah, because <laughs> it that also includes the Ziggler McIntyre t-shirt. Oh, okay. But yeah, 
five Dolph Ziggler t-shirts. I don't even think he has five t-shirts. I think I had to make one of them. One of them is just, uh, you know, bedazzled with glitter and, and uh, or glitter glue. <laughs> well, he, Big old uh, DZ on there. But, yeah, let's let's talk about what he did. Yeah, he, uh, he, he came and interfered. Uh, Pummel, <laughs> our, our beloved WWE champion, uh, Kofi Kingston, on SmackDown this week. Yeah. And after doing so, he took the microphone and cut an amazing promo with real emotion behind it. And I, I swear I saw tears. Uh, basically, he talked about Kofi's story and how he deserved it, but it should have been me. Um, and that was kind of yeah. his tag uh, throughout the, uh, the rant that this whole time it should have been Dolph. You know, he's, he's not had this opportunity. He's, he's not had the accolades. He's not had the recognition. Um, and it was an effective promo for two reasons. Uh, one... Uh, the commitment. He totally looked like he was going to start, you know, crying like man tears. Like, oh my God, poor Dolph. <laughs> um, and part two is the truth behind what he was saying. Um, outside of his, you know, cash-in against Del Rio. Gosh, what was that, 2011, I want to say? 2012? Jesus, really? Was it that wow. long ago? Yeah. I guess so. I mean, he's had one shot, basically, with the big belt. Um and you know we all know Dolph's been taking bumps for years and getting people over, um, so he he's making a good point. So I think the only rough part was the crowd. You know, was obviously supposed to boo because Dolph is beating up uh, Kofi, but then there was also kind of that uh, introspective feeling from the crowd. Yeah. You could you could see them going like, well, he does kind of have a point. Um, only oh. problem, Matt, is it looks like. Uh, Dolph's gonna get his well yet yeah, it looks like a one-off and the reason I'm, I'm leaning towards that is it's gonna occur at super showdown yeah where it sounds like a lot of one-off feuds that are not gonna extend past that night um, are gonna take place you know like triple h and randy horton is announced um you know uh, goldberg and undertaker and you know kofi's gonna defend his title against ziggler and if those other matches and what we've seen in the past is any indication, you know, Dolph is, he's, he's got to make this match count. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing that killed it for me is, is having that realization and then knowing like, we're not going to get the payoff, which, you know, it's just another, <clears throat> another WWE just throwing us along, doing another Avengers infinity war and not giving us an end game. Um, you know, Kofi to me is not the guy to hold on to this title for for six months, twelve months, whatever. Um, I I think that was an opportunity to give him a WrestleMania moment, but I, I definitely think there's room for a, a pass the title back and forth feud, which I know isn't in the cards anymore because they got rid of the rematch clause, which is just genius. Right. Um, just kidding, but. Uh, but you know, at least to go back and, and, you know, that, you know, that's my gripe with it, but to go back and, and applaud, uh, applaud Dolph for, for that amazing promo, um, a week ago, you and I asked for some more depth in these characters and we were getting it with Bray Wyatt and damn it all. He had a baby. So now we got to wait another week to see Bray, but, um, you know, that, that'll be worth it. But this is, this is another opportunity for us to see, you know, it feels something that we've all felt when we see somebody uh, who's been around as long as we have, and they they get the promotion, they get the success, and we want that success. 
and we could be doing just as good if we were given that chance or maybe we just you know we haven't been given that chance yet and and it's just it's got to be around the corner um and i i i don't know a human being you know besides you know the the elites that are, are that feel like are given everything but uh you know even them you know i listen to a lot of podcasts so i i do hear actors all the time saying they they still feel empty and uh you know we, i don't want to start bringing up names but uh, just think about a guy like robin williams so I guess it is more accurate to say everybody's probably felt like Dolph Ziggler before, that there's there's something that they could have in their life that somebody else has, and that, that would give them happiness. But that just adds so much more depth to it that we all know it's not really going to bring happiness. It's still going to be the same bitter Dolph even if he wins. Because uh, he'll fe- he'll, he would feel empty because the fans wouldn't treat him the same way. Or, you know, he'd realize that he took it away from Kofi. I just... Damn, you know... It's one. Th- they have the great promo for one night, but this is the problem. This is where I come back to Game of Thrones. This isn't going to be a long-lasting thing. There isn't the "what do we do after" question. There isn't the "where." Do- what does this? What does this statement mean at SummerSlam? It's like, oh no, well Dolph's going to be a completely different character come SummerSlam. Yeah, no, he'll he'll uh, join a tag team. Um, he'll be like the lower card tag team, you know, championship uh fights or contender fights so he'll, he'll be fine we won't need to worry about this so he can say whatever he yeah. wants like that's th- those are the conversations you know, that are happening and it's it's just yeah. really draining well also, you know what's you know what's kind of a cool positive is um you know ziggler you know we, we know he's been doing his stand-up thing he's you know he's he's got other uh mediums you know that yeah. he likes to pursue in his life so it's it's really kind of um kind of refreshing to see that hey we gotta you know we gotta see who's on the bench we need a short-term feud because saudi arabia doesn't matter give me a heel i need somebody who's gonna get some heat against kofi kingston and this is a spot where i would say oh here comes you know randy orton but instead it's kind of neat that ziggler just kind of comes out of nowhere and they're like hey we, we need you to get this story over in like two weeks and he just comes out and cuts a money promo like that um yeah so it's kind of kind of cool that he's his career is in that spot now where he can pursue other interests and still be able to get inserted into a, a championship match. Um, For now, you can't do that again. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to look on the positive side. It's just it's no, kind of a right. cool way to keep Dolph yeah. involved um, in some capacity. And this this is what he's doing. You know, he's not chasing after uh mustachioed robert rude or our truth for a 24 7 belt they just popped him into the wwe championship picture so it could it could be worse you know i'm i'm happy with this in the in the short term i'm happy yeah um well if you know the stars well, align matt the the next little tidbit here we're just gonna talk about new day got biggie back um he wasn't actually in a wrestling match but he's just in a couple celebratory segments um, looks like he's going to be part of a feud with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, I'm just hoping that in some way, I know we've always talked about why would you ever break up the New Day when it's such a, a money tag team. Um, I mean, they have the ability to host WrestleMania like they did before. Um, but this might be finally a spot, you know, since Big E, they saw how easily he was replaced with the Big O, or maybe, you know... Uh, 
Kofi triumphs in one-on-one matches against Owens and Sammy, but this might finally be it. Maybe we're finally planting that seed where Big E gets, you know, a little little upset that he was, um, uh, you know, a little bit like uh, our dear friend Tommaso Ciampa when he was really pissed off that when he got a boo-boo, fans were already looking to replace him, you know, in DIY uh, with Johnny Gargano to go win titles. And we saw where that took us. Um, yep. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing that story rehashed uh, with these characters. No, I I agree. I think um, and I think if Kofi's holding on to the title, that's <coughs> that's the reason. You know, like to to give it to Big E. I don't I don't know. Ko and Sammy are also money, so either one of them, I'd be more than happy to hold the title. I think I think right now that's the funny thing is is we have the we have all of these options, and we're gonna keep it in one spot and. We might run into the situation again where it's kept in one spot for too long, and um, you know, then then it becomes boring, and it doesn't mean anything anymore. So, you know, I, hopefully something different happens. I I don't know. That's where we'll that's where we'll keep it. But we are we are hitting forty five minutes here. We haven't even yeah, brought up gonna, the fact that AEW, AEW exists. Yeah, let's give, do this. Let me do one sentence just because I I love this match. Andrade and Ali. Uh, Put on a match that was way better than it had any reason to be on SmackDown. It was like 15 minutes of just incredible physical combat. Um, and then the the winner was Ali, but he also won in the aftermath on Twitter when he he uh, he he tweeted about the highlights because he's no longer Mustafa Ali going up against who's no longer Andrade Cien Almas. Winner gets a second name. <laughs> Matt. AEW double or nothing. That's the old NHL tonight. Yeah, that was Yeah, we got niche wrestling with the niche sports intro song. Yeah. We're going to get sued now. <laughs> ESPN has, has just a constant bot searching for that song, making sure they sue anybody. God. Um, so what are we talking about? AEW. Yes. Mike, uh, do you want to jump into um, your, your first question here? I, I think I want some, some context to it. Um, so we had, uh, you know, they, they started with AEW All In. We're doing all these, uh, I don't know, gambling related uh, uh, pay-per-views. Anyway, so double or nothing. Uh, one thing that you don't want to see from this event. Um, what I'm going to say is watching the highlights of All In, they had this really weird opening where they, you know, thanked the crowd for coming out. You know, it was Cody and the Young Bucks. And then they had a, a, a not funny joke, not funny, Frank, um, about the pyros, uh, like pyrotechnics. Um, in fireworks, whether or not it was appropriate, whether or not to include them. And then they did some kind of low-grade uh, pyrotechnics that eventually graduated into something you'd expect out of a wrestling show. Uh, with that said, please don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't funny, and it just made the whole show kind of look like like a discussion that should have been had, you know, in the in the rehearsal. Um, it 
I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, would, I would just like to see a polished version. I don't know if maybe I'm, I'm you know, too used to WWE. Like, I, I just, I want them ready for the wrestling to start. I don't want to, I get, I get in this scenario, thanking the fans, let's go kick some ass. But doing a thing where we're testing out the pyrotechnics, uh, I, I don't know, it looked like an amateur show that, you know, you see at the flea market. So... That's the one thing I don't want to see from AEW this weekend. Matt, there's one thing you don't want to see this weekend at AEW. What would it be? I don't want to see too much thinking of the fans. I, I want this to be the step into, like, AEW's a real thing. And it's yeah. not this, you know, like, let's not even, I don't even want to acknowledge uh, All In. I, I just want this to turn into, like, and I think this is to your point, too. It's all about bringing this in, into a world that's more respectable um let's stop playing the games let's stop being children um yeah you know, let's, stop let's making bring it this... sound like a like a send-off like it's over let's keep the train going let's keep the wheel going you know yeah uh, uh, and let's stop bringing up things that make you better than your competition because that is how you doom yourself you are your own thing going forward um when you get asked about wwe you don't even don't respond to it be a politician change change the question you know um just start being aew stop trying to be something different from wwe and i think i think that goes into what you're saying it's it's like they want to be meta by talking about like oh what are the fans talking about online that's not how you do it we're, we're gonna talk today about um hangman page and and the bastard Pac and like ways that you can acknowledge the fans more subtly make your show amazing but not trying you know you're not trying to force this whole idea of like oh i i know what the fans want we know you know what the fucking fans want just start being a wrestling show and stop stop trying to get this this false approval or the winks and the nods you know enough yeah it kind of reminds me of yeah, like when you're doing stand-up comedy and go to an open mic and you see somebody be kind of self-deprecating and it, it, you know, it's funny. Yeah. But once you go pro, it's like, dude, we we paid a lot of money to see you, so those jokes aren't going to be as funny anymore because now you have a reputation. So live up to right. that reputation, not yeah, you know, the average Joe living in your basement because you know I spent sixty bucks and there's a convenience charge. So let's let's hear that material. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I don't want to hear jokes about how the the pyrotechnics don't work uh yeah. we just sold out las vegas man let's get cracking let's see yeah. some suplexes and uh um, chris jericho said on uh busted open this week which is a xm satellite radio uh show that uh this is the first show wrestling show in las vegas in this capacity of a of, of an arena to sell out so you're doing some i mean there's there's a lot that goes into me saying that in regards to how many shows have they done so far and how many are yeah. there going to be in the future and well, let's make sure we see this there's a lot of context behind that show selling out but let's let's go ahead and move forward yeah like let's okay we accomplished something let's you know <laughs> let's be adults yeah, let's go run this show yeah well uh we got a nine match card um... hell yeah we do got uh one two three tag matches on it uh one for the triple a world tag team championship 
Um, then we have what I'm really excited to watch, Angelico and Jack Evans versus the best friends, Chucky T and Beretta. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we got the, the ladies tag, a three-on-three match. Um, one of the things AEW really wants to push is tag team wrestling. Um, I think it's a, a staple of like that classic card um, you know, where a tag match was expected to bring the house down. Um, so one departure definitely from WWE is WWE's tag teams are kind of treated like a sideshow. Um, they're not taken very seriously. Usually the champions are two main event guys who aren't quite in the main event at that time. So they'll just get together and form a tag team and get a run with the belts. Yeah. Um, I mean, we just saw another example, you know, this weekend, uh, Daniel Bryan and, you know, Rowan, who's not a main event star, but it's just because it's Daniel Bryan. Uh, they were holding the belts, gave them up to the Uso. So this, it was a pre-show match. So this is the opposite. AEW gives a crap about tag teams, and that's something I'm really excited to see. Um, and it all in, that was the main event, uh, was the Young Bucks, uh, their match. So I, I don't know if they're going to necessarily do that again, let those guys close the show. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think anyone would complain because they know how to have that crowd just, you know, eating up t super kick club yeah. t-shirts out of their hands <laughs> um and that that five-star Meltzer driver is a beautiful finisher and i wish there was some way i knew how to do programming because i would love to get that in wwe 2k um <laughs> the spring i can't board believe they well, haven't like just tombstone, put it in there double team tombstone springboard slam I don't, it's it's gorgeous i love it um I also saw a thing, I don't know if you had time, but they are talking about doing, uh, you know, that's their five-star Meltzer uh, driver, but they also want to do a, a Cornet chokehold, and they, <laughs> they hate him too, so it's just like a boring, like, headlock rest hold, yeah. <laughs> and they want to win matches with that, so <laughs> hopefully we get to see a little bit of that on Saturday. Um, so Matt, kind of off the bat, that's... Um, if you were if you were to guess what's gonna close the show, I'm gonna say they don't give it to the Young Bucks and the, the Lucha Bros, uh, Pentagon Junior and Ray Phoenix, just because eh, you know we gave the Bucks, um, you know, close the show last time. Who do you see closing the show on Saturday? I oh man, cause I I feel like Cody should get the nod, but. I really like the idea of Jericho, uh, Jericho yeah. and, and yep. Kenny Omega ending the night, especially now that we know winner gets a shot at the AEW championship. So essentially we're talking, you know, a championship match. Um, just, you know, we don't have the title yet. I think we'll finally get to see it at the end of the night. And I think that'll give them, you know, you'll have two reasons to stay stay tuned in is to watch Omega and Jericho. And then uh, you get to see the title for the first time, which uh, they teased, they teased a little bit this week on uh, their, their all elite wrestling programs on, on YouTube. But uh, yeah, you've got, you get two amazing things uh, to, to, to happen at the end of that night. And of course uh, they're going to announce um, or not announce, but they're, they're going to have a winner at the, uh, the buy-in show. Uh, yes. with uh, the casino battle royale will uh, will have the other winner so it'll it'll be something where you get that opportunity to show off the belt have the guy who won the casino battle royale come out and uh, you know have a little stare down between chris jericho and whoever wins the casino battle royale yeah 
Um, do you like how I, I did that? I, yeah, I dig. I dig that a lot. Um, <laughs> I hope you had some time to kind of dig into the uh, the promo videos that they've been doing on YouTube uh, yeah. for All Elite. Because um, I think Jericho's he's been his usual hilarious self. Um, oh, how about the a, fucks being thrown around? They, you know what? The ones I've seen, they they censored it out. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, um, yeah, they did do that. I, 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 I get that, but at least you know, I mean, why not throw a little more colorful language in there? <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, like you it, don't it like feels it? like if you would just skip it altogether, that's another option. But um, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of appreciate the family friendly style. I guess. Hmm. Um, so you're a WWE guy. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a WWE guy. Um, well, it's just like with the, um, you know, with the fireworks. It's like that level of professionalism, I guess. So I, I kind of appreciate ah. that in a way, because you know, in WWE, we'll sometimes say shit or bitch. Um, you know, they'll censor that out, but it's, it's still the word is the word. So if you're thinking the word, just say it. Um. So I kind of I kind of understand that angle, um, but I'm I'm pumped for Jericho. Um, I love the way he's evolved his character, where he's you know giving these interviews and he's saying, you know, as I evolve this new heel character, he's got face paint now and I've I've gained weight, so I don't have that same kind of um, uh, like lion salt cruiser weight you know body type. I have a, more of a a girthier you know heel character for you to look at um but it's new his promos and the videos are kind of cool he's he's talking about you know there there's there is no aew without me um i want this company to issue thank yous for how much i've contributed <laughs> and uh it's just kind of funny that cody and his back and forth he did issue a thank you on behalf of the company <laughs> it was just a hilarious stance to take that yeah, there's yeah there's a bit of truth in this uh I don't think we'd be as big of a deal if we didn't have a, a big get, you know, from WWE. So this this is a big deal. Um, yeah, this this should close the show. Um, you know, it's it's got it's got a storyline with um, you know some real depth to it. Yeah. Uh, we've even seen it on Jericho's cruise uh, <laughs> out in the middle of the ocean. Um, the feuds continued, and you know I'm excited to see what they do this Saturday. Um, one thing I, I would just like to see a wrestling match out of it. I don't need to see any kind of weapons or anything like that. I just want to see these two guys go, um, because they're really good storytellers. Um, I agree. I, I think this, this would actually, it, it would kind of hurt it if, if they fell into this, um, like, I, I don't want to see <coughs> Triple H in a street fight, you know, when he comes back at WrestleManias, but then he's got to fight, you know, that, Stings, stings in the ring, so we have to do a schmaz because he can't really go. Um, if you can go, get in the ring. I, I think that should be something that's very important to AEW. If you can yeah. go, get in the ring. If you can't go, I'm sorry. That's not what we're trying to do here. We're not just trying to get people to tune in so they can see you. You know, wave your little hat. We're not. We're not doing a league of their own with Jimmy uh, right. managing the team. We, right. you know, I want actual players. I, I want pro wrestlers wrestling um and it's not it's not to say you know like we almost didn't even mention uh mustafa ali and andrade uh cn almas I'll, I'll just give them full names uh yeah. going at it 
even though that was, you know, pro wrestling to a T. Um, I just, you know, I, I guess the point I'm trying to address is that I am talking out of both sides of my mouth in regards to what I want to talk about and, and what I do talk about. But I, I think I think that's what AEW should be. I think um, it it, sh- it shouldn't focus on on the. Uh, I I think they should get the soap opera stuff right. I think they should get it as perfect as possible, which is what I'd hope from the WWE as well. But, um, you know let let's let's stay away from from the gimmicky stuff. Let's let's stay away from trying to sell an extra hundred tickets because a guy like you know Goldberg is going to be there. Uh, right. Let's, let's 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 do this right. <coughs> Right. I, I actually, I, I think you're 100 right on the money. Um, I prefer the card as is. I, I do not want to see Goldberg um, at AEW. Um, I think, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, if you want to do this portion too, we could kind of jump into it because this is probably the other guilty. Um, and I, I think you're going to agree because of all the Royal Rumbles we've attended. It's in the pre-show uh but i'm not ashamed to admit i'm really excited for this casino battle royale yeah it Um, sounds pretty cool too did you go over the rules so yeah it looks like what cody did is there's uh 20 people 21 people in the match um one person uh basically yeah he's got you know the four suits diamond heart uh spades and clubs um all the wrestlers true cards and depending on your suit um, you're going to come out to the ring, you know, as a fivesome. Um, yeah. so all the diamonds will come out together. All the, uh, clubs will come out together and so on. One wrestler drew the Joker. They're going to come out at number 21. Um, which so should just... be, uh, you know, that should blow the roof off the place. Whoever pulls that Joker. Right. Um, so it'll probably be the hurricane. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be jungle boy. Jungle boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that idea uh, because battle royals are, you know, a way for goofballs like me to get invested in the show. I love a good battle royal, um, and we've, I think, I think this is the most dusty road move on the whole card, Daddy, because it, it's such <laughs> an innovative way, you know, to reimagine a royal rumble. Um, yeah. So I'm actually the like theme. the way, yeah, the, the, like the creativity put into this this gimmick. It surprises me that it's a pre-show thing. Like I'm, I'm I, geeked. I, I'm geeked for this. I'm really like I want to be there minute one for the buy-in show. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really hope. I mean that that would be what I'm number th- three most excited for. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we oh, can kind of sprint yeah. through who's confirmed: uh, Sunny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Ace Romero, Glacier. My God. Yeah. I thought he made enough comments on social media to get removed, but I guess <laughs> not Not one more. Not yet. Uh, we got Brian Pillman Jr., Sunny Days, uh, MJF, Joey Janela, Dustin Thomas, uh, who you will remember does not have any legs, and he's still a better wrestler than Bill Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, uh, Michael Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, as Matt alluded to, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Luchasaurus, and the recently announced Perfect Ten himself, Sean Spears, will be there. Um, this match, I think the only the only bad thing is that I think you and I are going to be hanging on the edge of our seats to see if some of the um, um, like the potential people coming in, you know, like is 
Maybe is this where Pac and Hangman Page jump in? I don't know. Is this Jay Lethal? But really, this is where I would have a big popski if number 21 was John Moxley. I yeah. would fall out of my couch, but I, I don't know if his contract is quite there yet for him to be number 21 in AEW, but it would be pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm hoping to like I I think that would be great. I I'd like to have something that's such a huge swerve like we don't even see it coming. Um, I don't want um I think you you put this <coughs> in the notes earlier. I don't want to see like a Tommy Dreamer. No, I don't want to see a, a Tommy Dreamer coming out. Um, I don't <laughs> want to see Taz. Taz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, I I'd I don't like want to see like those. Jerry Lawler bumbling out. Good God. Yeah. Uh, and you put a good one on here, uh, uh, Bully Ray. Uh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of been there, I done skip that. that one. Yeah, I I don't know about um, uh, Jay Lethal. Uh, and I I I do want to talk about Pac and Hangman because yeah. um, it's very interesting what's going on, and it it does some of the rumors that are out there kind of uh push my my thought in in regards to chris jericho actually beating kenny omega okay um and the rumor was that Pac was supposed to fight kenny omega uh at the next big pay-per-view and then he would lose Mm. and so it wasn't about him losing (coughs) to hangman because he was supposed to beat hangman then lose to kenny omega but to avoid that he's just leaving aew right Mm. But I liked what you said when I first brought it up. You said, "Nah, it, that's it's not real. He's he'll be there," and and I think we've seen more things to suggest that maybe this is you know this is real. Um, this is shoot. But I, Mike, I brought it up before. If we want to innovate pro wrestling, it's not just having guys wrestle for three straight hours on a show. That's not being innovative, right? That's you going to a live show and you just hope that these guys don't have any botches that'll go on botch mania. No, what would be innovative is to have this story that's all over social media and then still have Pac show up, right? Still have Pac come out like hangman comes out and gives an apology to the fans. Like, I'm sorry um you know obviously this isn't my fault really run down Pac quite a bit and then have the bastard come out and then do your fight and then even have page win so we are all just thrown for a complete loop you know what i mean like we're all sitting here going ah Pac, Pac really is a bastard i can't believe he's more interested in his yeah. own character than than helping this company grow um yeah. and then just you know turn it all around and then Pac gets to walk out of there as like the hero, even though he's the heel, and it just could be. Yeah, that's... it could be amazing. But then we're asking, you know, is, that's how is you strap a rocket to him for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, then he becomes a super duper star. Yeah, it. Uh, you know, we're kind of. I'm. Ju- I'm about to be on the coattails too, and in, in kind of fantasy book it. But I. I hope that. You know, the rumors that we've heard aren't true. That it is something contractual that he. You know, wanted you know, certain ebbs and flows in his win-loss record. He wanted to pick one to, you know, drop his, his winning streak. Um, I, I hope it's not that. I, I hope it's something like what we're alluding to, where not, you know, if we just saw on the card that Hangman, Hangman Page and Pac are going to wrestle, he'd be like, cool, that's, that's a good match I'm expecting to see. But 
you know, to have it taken away and then have that potential for it to be put back on the card, like, that's that's really going to make the crowd pop for it. Um, so then, regardless of the winner or the loser, they're just going to be, you know, on their feet, excited to see this match that they thought, you know, was suddenly gone. Now it's yeah. back. Now this grudge match is real. It's right here. Um, and I, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of add to the, to the point that this, <coughs> like, I, I don't know. Cause in my, in my heart of hearts, this is, they're not swerving us. This is Pac. He's not going to show up. Right. But you and I both watched Pac versus Hangman this past, you know, it was, uh, I guess it was just yesterday. I'm going to say this past Tuesday. Yeah. Like that was not, they did not go all out. They didn't go balls to the wall in that. There right. were some cool spots. There was there was a great spot uh, of of trading jumps from the corner of uh, some some backwards flip. You're usually better with throwing out the numbers there, but some backward flips <laughs> off the corner, uh, yeah. you know, onto the mat. That was that was pretty sweet, but just the ending was pretty lame. Um, and I think they didn't want to bury anybody. So I mean, that would be the if this is shoot, that would be the reason. But was it not that great? Because there is another match coming. That's yeah. It felt like a, let's protect each other because we got something big happening on Saturday. That's yeah. that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, and I, and I know we're silly. We're I I think our official stance is that this match isn't <coughs> happening. But if yeah. we could fantasy book it, this yeah, this is, is a lot of wishful thinking on the part of the brothers of discussion. Yes, that this we're actually going to experience the greatest swerve in pro wrestling history right <laughs> yeah somebody it would be hang damn, out at the would, las vegas airport yeah they're gonna have to fly Pac in yeah they're gonna fly Pac into la <laughs> and then he's gonna have to just drive to vegas i think that's how you do it it's kind of like um not on the same level because i think um uh Man, I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna stop with the comparisons. I'm just gonna say this just made me think of um, Jordan Devlin at the uh, WWE UK uh, pay per view um, when Jordan Devlin just kind of cut a promo and beat up the Kiwi Buzzsaw when his back was turned, and then um, you know Finn Balor came out and the crowd just lost their fucking minds. Yeah. Um, I think if they want to have a, a huge huge moment you know with the crowd just going oh my god i think this would be a really great opportunity for that just in case we don't get our john moxley moment um this this is my backup plan i want one of these two things to happen um, well i i think well, let's I think close the whole... it out let's close yeah. it out with the roads um yeah and we'll just kind of the rest of the card um on the rest of the buying it's sammy uh Guevara versus kip sabian um Mrs. Adam Cole, um, Dr. Britt Baker versus Kylie Ray uh, versus Nyla Rose. Um, no women's title yet. They're just doing a showcase of the three, um, you know, better women that they've signed so far. And um, the other tag match, um, SoCal Uncensored, which is Frankie Kazarian, uh, Scorpio Sky, and Christopher Daniels versus, um, and this is something that they're really excited about, um, a lot of the wrestling uh, community is that AEW has this strong connection with um, Chinese wrestling. Um, so the legend, uh, Shima, they asked him to go get his two buddies. He basically got two wrestlers that he's um, more or less been, you know, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're master. He taught them the craft. 
uh, T-Hawk and L. Lindemann. Um, so that match, I'm really pumped to see. I think if you comb through YouTube, you're going to find a lot of cool Shima um, matchups, including, um, of course, because he's always out there with the greats, uh, Brian Danielson. So check that out if you get a few minutes. Um, so I'm pretty pumped for that. And then the other tag match, Matt, um, Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura versus Hikaru Shida, Riho, and Ryo Mizunami. Um, and again, no belts on the line for that match. This is just a gentlewoman's contest um, <laughs> with some of the best women's wrestlers out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and we'll close it out with uh, Matt, the Nightmare versus the Natural. It's Cody. Don't call him Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Don't call him Gold Dust. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, these promos have been just A plus um, on YouTube. It's it's a it's a bummer. I don't I don't know what kind of TV spots they've they've purchased, if any. But this is definitely something that I think could get over this show um, on its own. Yeah. Um, I love Cody's take. How he's talking about you know it's you know poetic it's easy to say it's just you know brother versus brother um but he he he's very quick to to take that down a peg so that's not accurate how it's generation versus generation and basically cody is tired of his generation being um superior at wrestling um superior at cutting promos um he name drops people like Dwayne, you know obviously alluding to the rock um he uh, doesn't quite name names, but he talks about, you know, how the Attitude Era was basically bodybuilders uh, who, you know, would just use weapons. And, you know, you're going to tell me that that's better than an Okada match. Um, it's not. So what he wants to do in defeating his brother, he wants it to be a symbolic gesture where he puts to bed this ridiculous argument that the Attitude Era is the greatest era in wrestling history. And... I think he's got a really strong point, and I, I'm excited to see the, the story he tells with his brother, um, who he used to be a tag team champion with. Um, Matt, what have you what have you pulled from, from uh, the Cody and Dustin promos? What did you like? Well, I my wife came home after I was done watching the promos, and um, I, I confessed to her, like, I... Cody broke down, did a fabulous job. Um, you know, him, if, if those are the two promos you're judging this week is like who did better between him and Dolph Ziggler, it's it's really tough. And I think actually it, that might be a couple weeks old anyway. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. Dolph won. But uh, <laughs> Cody, Cody talking about his brother and, and putting him down. Um, I mean, like putting him down for the count, you know, taking out, taking out the animal that you love. Um, you know, you're not going to do him dirty, but, right. uh, you need to do it. You need to put him down and to see him break down. I, Mike, I got it. I felt it. I had, I had that, you know, when you're, when you're trying to hold in your tears and you get that, that, that sharp, you know, feeling in your nose and, and right between your eyes. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like, I, I, I can't remember the last time um, a wrestling promo got to me like that. And it's just, there is so much realness to this feud. There, there's so much to this that is not just 
Cody versus Dustin. It's it's Cody versus the WWE, and I'm having this yeah. <laughs> in in my own head. I'm going, oh my god, this is the end of everything that I've loved. This is Cody taking down the WWE that I've spent so many years watching and and writing about and now talking about on this podcast. And he's right, and everything he's saying is right, and it all makes sense. And oh god, like there's so many layers to this. And it's everything we talked about last week about, like, not just having a, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> right. You know, I, I got a big old guitar. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to smash it over your head. Yeah. Um, I love Elias, but honestly, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, those are his feuds. <laughs> you interrupted me. I'm going to punish you with my guitar. And, right. and this is so much more than that. This is Cody using his brother to define an era that's actually hurt his career yep. amazing it's amazing yep. yeah i loved how uh, how often he said i love my brother it's not about that i'm not just trying to pummel my brother this is and this it's is, right this is something bigger and it, i it probably comes back to how you and i feel about each other and how well, we're constantly yeah. trying to at, beat each other war. up yeah yeah. Well, it just reminded me of, you know, some of the great promos, like, uh, you know, the Joker and Batman. You know, you didn't think I was going to risk the fight for Gotham Soul in a fist fight with you. No, 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 no. So, you know, Cody's essentially fighting for the soul of the wrestling fan. Like, stop just dwelling on, you know, these, uh, you know, gross promos from the Attitude Era. You know, they back, back, you know, Cody alludes to the brown panty spectacular and. It's like, how are you going to prop up the Attitude Era when it had garbage like that? It was just mud yeah. wrestling and, you know, just insulting uh, to women. And, you know, we saw how great uh, the evolution was, uh, pay-per-view. Or it was, you know, the it was the pay-per-view. It was exclusively women fighting. Um, and he's 100% right. Um, I think the only question, Matt, is why would you as a booker why would you have jericho and omega close the night over cody and dustin which is the better story i think it happens because of who cody is i don't think he wants to be the guy that created this and booked himself to end the night i think if somebody got in his ear and said no you have to close out this show like i think that could do it but i i think there's too much there's too much dusty in Cody Rhodes where he wants he wants to see this business succeed. He sees more in elevating the rest of his talent um, and more in giving us a, a great show overall um, and like giving us great shows in the future than just saying like I'm Cody Rhodes, I'm the top of this business and you know what does that do for your future? I think that is the question that Cody's going to be asking himself. And not that he's booking this top to bottom, but when he's a part of that conversation, I think he's asking the right questions. And he did that when it came to All In. And I think he's going to do it again. I, I, I think that's that's the best way to put it, is that's the answer to that question, is what happens next? <coughs> well, Cody, you were the main event, so why you know why aren't you main eventing in the next pay per view? Why aren't you fighting for the title? What are you doing after this? Um, and defining himself as that lower tier is going to make it easier to elevate um, 
Kenny Omega. Not that right. Chris Jericho needs it, but whoever he's going to be fighting in the after the battle royal is is determined. Like there's there's more dominoes that get hit by having someone else main event than having Cody do it. I think. Yeah, I think uh, I think the one soundbite I'd pull is the one you just said. He's got a lot of his 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 dad in him. Um, I can't remember who said it, but. It had to do with um, having that awareness that you might be really good at your job, but you know sometimes you can realize there is somebody who can do it better. Yeah. Um, and Omega is that wrestler on their roster. So, yes, this is probably the better story, but it is a wrestling show. So I I think you still want to have you know the the pretty good story with the best wrestler. Um, you know, close it out. Um, especially with the title implications. You know, this is. I, yeah, no more needs. No more need be said. That's 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 it enough. Cody's wise enough to not book this last. All right. See, we even agree on everything when we talk AEW. This is going to be a great ride. Um, yeah. I, I I think the last thing I want to say, and then I'll hand it over, is um, if if you are digging your <coughs> heels in, um, just just don't like. This this would be the same as if you know, I, I, and I can't believe that there'd be a human like this that would exist. But, uh, you know, if you were too big of a Harry Potter fan to watch Lord of the Rings, it's just don't do it to yourself. Enjoy AEW. Um, this is a company that is working to try and find the solution to what you're what you might be missing on WWE. Um, if you are a thousand percent satisfied with WWE, I find that hard to believe, but that would be the best argument not to watch it. But if you're not, I don't know why you wouldn't try something new and something that's going to be as easy to find and get yourself, um, completely immersed in as we do with WWE. Uh, it won't be as easy to find as, as AEW is. So that's, that's my final plea. I think it's just um i i was i was pretty steadfast in in laughing about um about all in or teasing it last year but i'm i'm all in now oh my goodness um well i think uh two important things to think about um it's just that wwe 100 percent makes stupid mistakes but they also make really good decisions. We saw that on at Money in the Bank. Brock has a awful, terrible booking decision, but the Bailey story was wonderful, and I can't wait to see what those women have in store for us. So, um, I think AEW's got a pretty pretty stacked card that's going to keep us entertained on Saturday, but you know, there's probably going to be something that sucks, and I don't think the thing that sucks is going to define AEW. I think um I'm, I'm I'm pumped and optimistic. Uh, to see what they do and as a wrestling fan you just you have an extra opportunity to you know um, witness something that that's gonna you know spark joy if you will um, so yeah man I'm excited to go uh, visit with you and have a nice barbecue on Saturday and get our uh, get our aew on and then oh, we'll yeah, talk we, about it all next week we should talk about that all right. Well, Matt's just guaranteed a barbecue for the whole faction. Who's coming? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, Matt. Let the people know where they can find us, and we'll ride off into the sunset.
everybody don't forget to uh check out all the old episodes this is episode 80 this should have probably gotten more fanfare but um you know AEW's here and we're already we're always focused on giving you uh that wonderful brothers of discussion uh <laughs> conversation that you love yeah uh but if you want to find the other 79 episodes you go to bodpodcast.com or brothers discussion.com and don't forget to follow us with live conversation this saturday at bod podcast you can find us on twitter and facebook that way but don't hesitate to search brothers of discussion and you'll have two choices following our facebook page or joining in on the live discussion on our facebook group and finally please like subscribe follow rate review anything that you can do to help this podcast we greatly appreciate it trust us when we when we can we will reward you we can't afford it right now but i promise if you give us that (laughs) that that share that extra like that rate that review um it's gonna help the show and eventually we'll be able to pay you back yes with real money well we'll we'll talk about it we'll talk (laughs) about it it. we'll talk about it at the big faction barbecue yeah everybody see you at aew all right bye Good bye. Mm-hmm.